Welcome back to this week's Here to Make It Queer. Harry and I are again here. We are again very queer. That has not changed in the last week. Um, and my mind is particularly frazzled this week, so I do apologise. But my name is Adam and I am dressed like a flower, ready to go in the garden. Hi, my name is Harry and I am wearing a completely original blue glittery face with a red lip. Uh, and it has no way any relevance to do with that copycat snake bitch sister sister. Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> Harry. Are you are you coming for me? Oh, please simmer down, sister sister for president. 2021. Um, <laughs> but this week we have a fabulous guest, direct from the Viaduct Show Bar, Leeds in Manchester's own Miss Saki Yu is joining us. Oh, it's a good one. She's a gorgeous queen. She is gorgeous and she is very sassy and she has opinions and she's not afraid to share them, which is what we need on this podcast. So, without further ado, let us get straight into it. So, welcome back to this week's Recap. We are doing episode seven of RuPaul's Drag Race UK season two, which is a mouthful. Um, This week was the second design challenge of the season. And Harry and I are joined by none other than Manchester and Leeds's Saki Yu. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the pod. Oh, thanks for having me. We are very excited to get your thoughts on these creations this week because let's just say some were questionable. Choices were made. Mm-hmm. Choices. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I find like you definitely get that a lot with the unconventional material challenge as well. Um, so I always find it quite fun to see are people going to try and make an actual outfit and try and make things not look like a weird material? Are we going to have those that use materials and try and showcase them as an unconventional material? And I think you get people that try and flick into two different mindsets when it comes to this challenge. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's nice to see like an unconventional material being used, but then it doesn't look like what it's meant to be, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because then that's when you can really see the Queen's creativity come through. Yeah. Because then it actually looks like an actual garment. So, I mean, some of yeah, the girls did it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> some were there. Yeah, some. I did find it very interesting. I know I'm jumping ahead slightly, but I did find it very interesting that Tace went with the Brillo pads, even though Daga also had a Brillo pad moment, which did not go well. And Lemon Uh, in Canada. (laughs) I think they should just remove them from the like selection because it never goes well. Just get rid of that material. I mean, it cut her up as well, so. That's it. For me, it's like, I almost feel like they keep that material in almost as like a red herring to make people go, oh, well, it's shiny. And I think it's kind of one of those things that we kind of know is a shit material to use, but I think it's like left in there to see if people are going to sort of like fool themselves into taking it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, queens always fall for it because it's shiny. It's like a magpie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Attracted to the shiny things. Yeah. (laughs) Well, someone's got to be. (laughs) We also had a little mini challenge, which was my favourite one of the season, which is the reading challenge. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, choices were made. Mm. I Mm -hmm. didn't laugh as much as I'd hoped to, to be honest, considering like this bunch of queens. What did you think of their reads? Um, I kind of found that 
it was more uh, just like they were just insulting each other and it wasn't yeah. really a read it was just like you look like crap or you're fat or you're this <laughs> you know like it was like they were just being so blunt about it but there was no funniness to it and it just was kind of i mean if any of that stuff was said about me oh, they would have copped yeah. up to the face because i was like that's not funny a read yeah. is meant to be funny <laughs> You meant to make me laugh at the end of it, but I was just like, "Oh, yeah. okay." Mm-hmm. Mm. That's that's kind of how I felt with it as well. It was, um, I think, some people had some okay jokes, but like you said, I think a lot of it was just, "Oh, I need a fat joke, so I'll I'll do like a limp joke to get into basically just calling someone fatter." Oh, I I think you're shit at drag race, so I'll just do a really quick wording to basically tell you why you're still in the competition. There wasn't like a a real yeah. funny lead up to a jerk whereas you look at older seasons and i think um some of the queens people like jujube is a good example of someone that's kind of consistently thrived in a reading challenge at alaska uh they pick something that's a not necessarily the obvious jerk to make about someone but like turn that into quite a big jerk and i think that's yeah. where a lot of the queens flops this year which the uk you kind of expect them to have it a bit more because i think the uk has a lot more patter than what i think a lot of american queens do because i know they'll focus with pageantry a bit more. Yeah, but I, I mean, at the, at the same time, I think a read is, you know, you, you have to follow it up with something funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it, ultimately, a read is an insult, but yeah, it's a funny insult. Like, me and the girls at Viaduct, we're constantly reading each other backstage. Yeah. But it's funny. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? There's, there has to be an element of funniness to it. Otherwise, you're literally just saying, oh, you're fat or your teeth are shit or, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And they'd known who they were going to need to read, if that makes sense. Like, they'd seven months. I would have been practicing because they know the reading challenge is coming. Yeah. You had a, yeah, you had that break. <laughs> and they said they've already got to know each other more than any contestant ever gets to do before. So yeah. it's like, this should have been, like you said, seven months to think of something witty about each queen. Um, exactly. The only ones that kind of stood out for me, I think, uh, Lawrence, no surprises, was funny. Um, yeah. I enjoyed his sort of COVID test uh, jerk. I thought yeah. Sister Sister actually didn't do too bad. Um, the ones that I remember were kind of, I remembered negatively, which I thought Tace and Ellie kind of did quite crap. Um so they were the two that I, it's weird. I kind of remember the bad reads more than the good reads this season. Yeah. I think it, it, the only reason you're probably remembering the bad reads is just because they were quite harsh. If that makes yeah. sense. So that's why you got to remember it. Yeah. And like the good reads, you won't remember it as much because it's of, it's in the shadows of the, yeah, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> and there wasn't many good ones to remember either. No, I mean, I think no. Ahura just took the opportunity to basically confirm that she likes a bit of rimming with tears. <laughs> yeah, that one was... Mm. I didn't actually mind that, because... <laughs> hear me out. Because she took what Lawrence and some other contestants were saying about them too, and she made a joke out of it. She read herself... Yeah and taste so she was like i'm just gonna feel that fire a little bit but at the same yeah. time it was i i laughed at that yeah but it's the other ones where it's like you're literally just coming for things that a queen can't help and you're like yeah. 
Okay. That's a bit unfair, yeah. but okay. Because I think my favourite one was on Canada's Drag Race and Rita finished and then she turns and she goes, RuPaul! And starts to read him. <laughs> Which I think Lawrence could have gotten away with doing something like that. What, yeah. reading RuPaul? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe it happened and we just didn't get to see it, but I think that would have been interesting. Oh yeah, definitely. Because she, she'd make it funny and I think RuPaul would get it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Like, I think Rue gets Lawrence's humour, and I think mm. he's sort of there for it, and I think he could have Definitely. easily got away with that. Because Lawrence didn't do bad, um, but it ended up being Sister Sister that won this week, which gave her the advantage for the Maxi Challenge, which was the unconventional materials. Uh, so she got an extra 15 seconds of time to grab whatever she wanted before other queens got a chance to jump into the pile. Um, or did she? I was going to say, she, uh, yeah. she used I, it. I can't fault her. I'd have done the exact same thing. <laughs> Grab as much as you can in 15 seconds and decide what you want later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or just she wasn't decide wrong. what you want and then keep yeah. it all and not let anyone else have it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but it made me laugh because the queens were getting really bitter about it. They were like, oh, she's taken everything. I'm like, well, you would have done. Yeah. Like, realistically, exactly. you get an extra bit of time where you don't have to push and pull from people. If you've got 15 seconds, you would grab everything. So I don't know why they're, like, mad about it. I think it's just because yeah. it's her and they're mad that she got the chance to do it. And yeah, <laughs> exactly. She she got to do it first, so that's why they're all bitter about that because they yeah. all would have yeah. done exactly the same thing. They would have all grabbed every single bit of material, anything that was shiny and nice, and yeah. just kept it at their station. Yeah. I mean, what would you have grabbed if you had the 15 seconds? Um, I mean, I would have done the same. I would have grabbed every single thing, anything that I could find that might potentially help me create like a really fabulous outfit. I just grab it and then decide what I'm actually going to use later. Yeah. Yeah. Because in 15 seconds... In 15 seconds, you're not going to actually... In 15 seconds, you're not actually going to make up your mind on what you're going to make. No, you're literally just it. looking at, you're just looking at materials. So you're just like, I'll grab that, I'll grab that, I'll grab that. Yeah. And that's it. It's, you want to, I think it's easier to edit down when you've got a selection of things than it is to try exactly. and figure out what you're going to make yeah. out of what you've picked. And it's yeah. funny actually, because Ahura is an example. When we saw her grabbing materials, all the things she was grabbing were like big pink inflatables. And then when it came to the outfit, not a single of <laughs> one of them was yeah. used. So it was quite interesting. We saw a big flamingo and beach balls. And I was looking, thinking, oh, she's going to make a rubber dress. Then it came to her. And I was like, she, she used blue, like, thin bags. Like, not a single one of the things she grabbed was used. So yeah. I think, like you said, a lot of people grab, like, they gravitate to what they think is going to be exciting and then realize, oh, shit, I actually have to make something now. And then you get that sort of second wind of panic going, yeah. now I need to actually think, how is this going to become an outfit? And I think Rue and Raven's visit was interesting as well because they... Every season we see this, he's like, are you sure this is a good idea? And Taste was like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. And then it was not fine. I mean, I think, like, would they not have learned by this point of, if RuPaul walks up to you and is like, that's not going to work. You change it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I bet he's the man with the check, or in this case, the not check. The badge. Well, he's the the one who's ultimately going to decide whether you stay or not. Yeah. (laughs) So if he says it's crap, you just go, ditch, next thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's not like she was sewing anything. She was just gluing Brillo pads to a corset. And she was literally just, that was it. She spent the whole day literally just unraveling them. That was it. 
I think it wasn't should... really a design to it. It was just unraveling yeah. and then going, oh, I'll, I'll pop a sleeve on there as well. It was very <laughs> Derek Barry, I stirred a hem. Like, yes, I could have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if she'd done something to the bottom with like maybe another material, it could have been less meh and more mm, for me. Yeah, but she still... could have been a lot more creative. But yeah, I think it, yeah, if you're gonna make a thong, make it look like a thong, <laughs> like because it was because like I don't know squiggly. what that looked like. Yeah, there was no such. Oh. It literally just looked like a like a weird tubing was hanging off. It it looked yeah. like the, the outfit had fallen apart rather than it being a detail. And I'm not gonna it, lie, <laughs> it just looked like a sanitary pad. Yeah, that yeah. she just shoved in between her legs. It was like a yeah. bronze minge. Yeah, it, it was from the back either. <laughs> I mean, it was for... just an afterthought. Was, yeah. There was no yeah. thought there whatsoever. She just concentrated on the corset and the arms and didn't realize yeah. she had to do anything at the bottom. Yeah. That's it. And I said as well because the top bit, I, I stand by it. I don't think the top was good at all either. No. But Mm-mm. if she'd have made like a high waisted pencil skirt or a cool sort of collot trouser or something, it could have been passed off as a fashionable silhouette. Because she could have then pitched it as, oh, well, it's like an oversized off-the-shoulder jumper and here's the, like, fitted skirt. And I think it could have looked more fashion, even though it it was crap. I think the way Mm -hmm. it was styled also didn't help because it just drew you straight into how bad it actually was. Um, Yeah. yeah. It's also just a really bulky material to work with. Like, it's not going to show off anything. And that's why, I mean, we saw it on Baggers. So it's yeah. like, why would you then make the same choice? Yeah. Yeah, especially when it was a mistake. The first time. <laughs> yeah. I Again, mean, it, choices. For a horror's <laughs> sake, I really hoped Taste wore a few pairs of tights. Otherwise, she was going to be cut to pieces with that tiny thong. <laughs> well, I hope so. And I she hope she... lacerated oh. the thigh. <laughs> oh, and can you just imagine, like, her arms as well, like... Mm. On a, she'd yeah. be cut up on her sides. I'm sure she's got a few scars from that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, we saw her get injured in the actual challenge, literally just unravelling them, she managed to cut herself. Exactly. So it's like, and you're I putting think, that on some naked flesh. Yeah. <laughs> and for someone who uses, like, their exposed body so often in their drag, you don't want to be cut to pieces. Exactly. But even <laughs> if you're not, like, walking around half naked, you don't want to be cut to pieces. Like, it's just not... Yeah, I don't want no scars. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lawrence made a funny comment about her as well, saying, um, oh, it's interesting to see what Tace has done, knowing that Ahura has not helped her this time. Yeah. And, uh, well, we, we saw the outcome of it. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> from the first design challenge, I think it became apparent how much Ahura helped her. Yeah. Like, but if you kind of look at the silhouette she was going for, it's very similar to that same jacket yeah. that she made. Yeah. Well, yeah. She, it was big, sl- big you know, sleeves and a fitted waist. Exactly. Which I want to see. I like. I want to see more. Like that's. Yeah, and she's such a beautiful queen and mm. really talented. And it's like you're giving me the same silhouette over and over and over again when all these other girls are giving you such different things. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just getting away with the same thing over and over again. That's how I feel. Yeah. It's yeah. frustrating. That, that's the lack what of variety. I. Thought. Especially considering she's kind of, in the confessional, she's quite quick to tell other queens that they're not doing good. 
Mm. And that, for me, this episode was really apparent. She was quick to be like, oh, Sister Ellie, neither of you have badges, so it's time for one of you to fuck off. And I thought, well, you, you won a group challenge badge, and actually your two design challenges have been wank. So, <laughs> like, you've got a lot of confidence when you're not really backing it up. And same with Ellie, yeah. she's slagging Ellie off, going, oh, Ellie, you're not doing very good in the competition. I thought, well, Ellie's been consistently safe our top, so she's doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie's outfit was, it wasn't meh, but it wasn't wow. Like, I, it was a safe outfit. Mm. Yeah, and I, it, I, I saw it as safe and nothing more because it was yeah. very Ellie. It was it was a standard Ellie outfit, very well even done. Her like superhero name was like Exuberant Ellie or something, which wasn't the <laughs> wasn't the task. I forgot about the names. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, but the, she kind of did. She didn't push herself. She didn't push herself yeah. outside of her own box. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's most, how I felt with it. I, there was no yeah, challenge like, to it. A lot of the other queens did, like they challenged themselves to bring different silhouettes and, yeah, you know, challenge themselves to make garments that they normally wouldn't. And she kind of stuck to her guns. Yeah, yeah. And I'm it, almost... it, it felt like that could have been any week in the competition. Yeah, that, that's that, what Ellie would want. It didn't that looked feel... like she could have bought that from home. That's yeah, yeah. And what I'm really getting annoyed with Ellie for is you know she's going to come out with that very similar style, big poofed hair in a pastel mm-hmm. bright colour. You know the silhouette she's going to wear. Um, I mean, I've had a f- rant on that podcast before about that. The chaps <laughs> that she always wears. Uh, yeah, like, I yeah. just know what to expect from her. And it frustrates me that like some of the competitors that went home really early on, we haven't got to see anything else from them, yet I'm still seeing the same silhouette from Ellie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I should be backing her more because she's Scottish, but she's not. That she's doesn't not mean doing anything. Her don't deserve a pass. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. But the, the bit for me for this Ellie reason that I think made me dislike it more than I actually did was, uh, for example, in the last design challenge, we had uh, Ginny Lemon created a, a, a very awful outfit, let's be honest. But she was given a challenge to try and do something out of her comfort zone and be sexy. And because of that, it saved her from the bottom because she gave a challenge yeah. a whirl. This time I felt like Ellie kind of did the same thing as per. So for me, I felt it should have been a lower ranked outfit than it actually was because there was no challenge to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was well constructed. And if you saw that in a club, you just go, oh, that's a good drag outfit. But knowing it's a design challenge, you think, well, it's, it's kind of what you always wear, so I'm not thrilled about it anymore. Yeah. Um, you look at Queens last year, like Davina, who made like a pantsuit out of um, like laundry bags. Yeah. And considering yeah. all season, everyone was saying to Davina, oh, you're not a look queen, you're not this, you're not that, and then won the design challenge. It's like, you need that level of like hype, I think, to, to do well. Ellie's known to be a sewer, but didn't do anything groundbreaking. Whereas like, Crystal did great last year, but because we knew she could sew, I think that's what made Davina's more impressive, which is why yeah. Davina won over Crystal, because she she showed that she could do something out of her comfort zone, and I feel yeah. like Ellie was very comforted. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, I know Sister Sister's outfit was kind of... Again, it was a choice. I, I kind of liked it, to be honest. Um, yeah, I actually had no beef with it this week. In, oh. <laughs> I know, I know. But not in the sense, it wasn't like high fashion, but it was camp. And I could feel like, I could see like Tina Burner wearing that. 
and just change up the colors a little bit like i didn't hate it and i think she went out of her comfort zone and like yeah i wasn't expecting i don't it. i don't think it was a good outfit i just think she at least gave an outfit a character and i credit that more than just a simple dress it was a spectacle to look at more than a bit of brilliant <laughs> or lollipops i mean it was a spectacle to look at she literally threw yeah. every I have a strong opinion about this outfit. <laughs> Please oh go God. for it. Go for it. So I've spoken to a few people and a few people have the same opinion as, as you two. And they're like, oh, yeah. you know, it showed off that she had, you know, she was willing to step out of her box and blah, 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 this and that. I don't care. No. <laughs> There's a thing called, if that was her edited version of that outfit, she needed to edit way more she should have yeah. sat there and gone okay what actually is my concept to this outfit and then gone yeah. right well i'm gonna do this and i need this and i need this i don't need a big ass flower made out of cushions on a board yeah. to hang off my arm i don't need these flowers to hang off my one-legged pantsuit like yeah like the the, the the little leaf thing that she made at the back cute she should have made yeah. that a skirt or a plep a peplum to a, a jacket or something you know what i mean that was like, it. it's just because the wig was idea. like tulipy and it was that was it i think i like the idea more than the execution but I, yeah. I think i credited the idea more than i credit what some other people did yeah yeah uh, but i agree yeah. it should have if that was edited down it could have been an excellent look yeah um it's just her i don't think it's an atrocious look Ooh, yeah i mean i think that's fair oh. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't. Oh, I would not. If I saw I it from afar, it. I would be fine. Like if it was on like a like a pride float, and I was standing like a good ten, twenty feet away, I'd be like, "Wow, that looks nice." But if it was in like, <laughs> if it was at like a show, and you're like six feet away from her, you'd be like, "She definitely lost me when I realized it was a one-legged pantsuit." If it was two-legged or no-legged, I think I would have bought into it a bit more. I, like, I don't understand the concept of a one-legged pantsuit because it's not like she had exposed leg. No, yeah. it's still covered in stuff. <laughs> I mean, she should have just done that as a, like a, a skirt with a, a slit in it or, or just a yeah, leotard. that's kind of how I thought. I don't know. Like, she could have gone in so many directions, but instead she chose to just put everything that she grabbed in that 15 seconds. Yeah, and she did on. grab a lot. And she put yeah, all she's of like, that I'm going to utilize all of this. Yeah. I think, <laughs> but it also, I thought it was quite impressive that she made that in the same time as Taste did some Brillo pants. Yeah. I mean, Taste spent half of the time unraveling yeah. the material that she should have, shouldn't have used. Like. And this is the thing. I think Taste made that classic mistake of just because something takes a long time doesn't mean it's well executed. And I think exactly. for him, go, well, it took me hours to unravel these Brilla pants. I'm like, just because you did doesn't make it a good outfit. Like, yeah. you could spend years of your life writing a book, but it doesn't mean it's going to become a bestseller. It could be shit. Like, it could still be shit. Really shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it for me. Whereas, yeah, it was like, it was a complete yin-yang of those two for what was produced in the time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't think her or taste were well i mean clearly they weren't strong this week but <laughs> i didn't think sisters was as bad as she got hyped to be but i don't think it was good either yeah that's my opinion on her 
I have not really agreed with the judging this entire season because there's I, w- I would have probably had Sister S safe for the pure reason of it was so it. different it's hard because you can see where the competition's going and I think as soon as I heard her get her first critique on the show I was like before the lip sync happened I was like they're gonna send her home this week because I knew you could t- straight away you, you could tell Tiss was going to be in the bottom for what she produced. And as soon as uh, Sister got her first bad critique, I was like, they're going to send her home because they kind of want Tiss to be a finalist, I feel like. The judges like what she did, but equally they couldn't excuse what the outfit was. Um, kind of like when you saw Tia go in the bottom against Lawrence last week, it was like, well, I guess we're saying goodbye to Tia. It was that sort of thing. Um, I think it'd be interesting. And I actually thought, like, Tia did a good lip sync last week. And equally, I don't think either of them did a particularly bad lip sync this week. I could just, before it happened, I kind of knew what the outcome was going to be. I'd almost like to see it as a public, you know, through the X Factor and stuff. Have it filmed in real time and have it be, like, the public's vote. Oh, God, would you trust the public? (laughs) I think that would be very interesting. Uh, Let's not forget that the public... (laughs) There's Let's not forget that they ass, hacked. Yeah. <laughs> there's some crazy ass drag race fans out there. Jesus Christ, do you want to pin them up all against each other doing that? I yeah. don't think so. <laughs> oh I was going to say, let, let's not forget one year when it was voting for Miss Congeniality back when they used to do the votes for it. Yeah. The, uh, the competition, the people thought it'd be really funny to uh, vote the Vixen as Miss, Con- <laughs> as Miss Congeniality. And they had to cancel the poll because they were like, the Vixen's got like thousands more votes than anyone else in this competition. We can tell they're doing it as a joke. So it was like, that's why the public cannot be trusted with a drag race decision, I think. (laughs) Yeah, but like, I don't, like, I think if there was ever, if it was ever to be put to the public, um, it would just be chaos, I think. Yeah. <laughs> because you would you would literally have to campaign all the time to get people to vote for you. And it's yeah. then a popularity contest instead of showing off your yeah. actual yeah. drag your your art form. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess. I mean I'm just I'm and still we've mad seen... at Rue from episode one. <laughs> I think a lot of people yeah. have <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, it's definitely been very Canada's Drag Race with the decisions this year. I think oh for sure, um, <laughs> which is weird because it's actually been a great season at the same time. I just I yeah, I've questioned the majority of like the top and bottom decisions each week. Um, yeah, and I mean, I'm trying to think who else there was this week that got hyped. Like Lawrence, for example, this week. Uh, just to go back to the outfit with it, I think Lawrence created a well constructed garment. My yeah. thing is any other season. Whoever made that would have got red because it was a corset and a leotard. And oh, we he's know never that done judges... that. Yeah, and that's it. I think because it's the first time he's like been like leg exposed and stuff. They were like, wow. Mm-hmm. And it, it was well made. It was literally made out of IKEA fractor bags. And I think yeah. to make something that has no stretch appear to be form-fitting was very impressive. So I do credit him for that. Um, but I just know if another queen had have made that, they would have got red for coming out in a leotard and a corset. And I think that's where you kind yeah. of get that bias with it. Then. Yeah, but then again, you know, it is a competition and judges are going to have their favourites. Yeah. No matter what. Um, and it, as much as they say they don't, it's there. They do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think yeah. Lawrence's placement was fair because that was a, it was a new silhouette for him or them. Um, 
and it wasn't like we'd seen this over and over again. You, like with Max and the grey wig, mm-hmm. they were so annoyed with seeing such a minute thing over and over. And then as soon as they didn't wear a grey wig, they went home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. That yeah. was all this time. The, <laughs> judging is very questionable. But and Bimini, I really liked Bimini's look. And they all read it to pieces. Yeah, oh, I, no, I loved it. Loved it. Yeah, I got the reference straight it. away. It looked very yeah. Vivian Westwood. And when people are going, oh, well, all you've done is drape, uh, drape a curtain, I'm like, draping's a really hard thing to do. Like, I think people oh, go, yeah. oh, you, you've just hung fabric. No, there's a real architecture to draping with like fashion. That's why a lot of designers don't do it because they're like, those that can do it are geniuses. It's very difficult. Because it's so, so hard to drape and find yeah. that silhouette. Like, you could drape and then you put it on and you're like, I look like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But if you drape it in the right way, you can accentuate curves and you can accentuate exactly. whatever you want, really. Yeah, and she did it with stiff curtains, not with loose drapeable fabric either. Yeah. So it's like, I was impressed with what she did this week. And I think when they were saying, oh, she, she barely did anything, I thought, well, no, she had a fully realised look. She had, like, yeah. the 90s runway hair and makeup. She had, like, the Westwood slick dress. She had, like, the camp in it by having the butt pads being, like, plungers. I was like, yeah, I think she made it camp, but it still felt like a fashionable garment. But she knew how to edit. That's yes. the thing. Yeah. I think a lot of queens need to learn this. <laughs> edit. I mean, you know... Just edit outfits because sometimes mm, putting more on is not the answer. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is—I mean, this is coming from a queen who likes to look like a woman. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna start turning all Gia gun like ah, you camp weirdos. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I do think it was like that good balance of like camp and fashion, but. And I really don't understand why they didn't like the hair either. Because I loved. I thought she loved that hair. Yeah, yeah. I love a slick back, wet look hair. Oh, it! it, I think it is beautiful, and it's just like it's just sexy. And then it all it it also just frames your face, like it it shows off your like makeup artistry. Like, uh, she just looked. She looked great. She looked great. And And it's funny as well, like you were saying about the wig, because so many people like. A wet look wig or a slick back wig is so marmite at the moment with people. And I don't get why. I really like them. I love but it. there's so many people that are like, oh, wet look wig, like, fuck off, like, have real done hair. And it's like, not everything needs to be a sculptured updo. No. Like, I liked it. I thought it was fashion. I think it shows that you understand your references. But also, sometimes a big old sculpted hair, like a big mm. sculpted wig, doesn't suit everyone. Like, it doesn't suit exactly. me because I know, like, I've got a tiny head. If I had a big old updo, my head would look like a pea. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why that's I it. like this, like that wet look hair. It looks great. And it, it yeah. really suited. And Bim- Bimini is the right person to be able to wear it as well. Oh, for sure. Exactly. Like, she looks so great. For me, I was like, yeah, I thought she looked great. I don't think, I mean, even controversially, they put her in the bottom in the first week. I actually don't think Bimini's had bad looks. No. Like, her balloon popping stunt didn't work. Granted. That was just, un- yeah. that was just unfortunate. Well, take away the stunt. 
I still thought the wig, the makeup, and the corsetry yeah. was beautiful. Like, I don't actually think she's had a bad look this season. No. Um, and again, the first episode. I didn't really enjoy, I didn't enjoy um, her first run. With the, it was the football team. Uh, the Norwich oh, I must admit, I really yeah. liked. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I like that because. Again, I, I think it was more execution for me. Like, yeah, no, I get that. She just came out. It was just a leotard again. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. she could have done There wasn't that extra level to it. Yeah. I mean, it's I the first time the world's going to see you. Why would you just wear a leotard? Yeah, I think that's the point. If she'd have done it, like, like later in the season, I think people would have been more forgiving for it. But like yeah. you said, I think to make that your first impression probably isn't the right way to do it. But I think yeah. she saved it with the hair and the shoes. Like yeah, she that, loved like, it. Spiky mullet in. <laughs> yeah. And it was very like in her defense, Norwich's there's not a lot to work with. We do not have a lot <laughs> for it to use for a hometown runway. We've got a cathedral, so you could do like a pigeon. Yeah, but don't whatever you do, don't ever do the inside of a building because Michelle will send you home. Well, that's <laughs> be- which again, the judging, why do we have Americans <laughs> judging British drag? Especially yeah. if it's a reference to I a British I want a culture. full British judging panel. Yeah. I just... I just feel like they're, they're templating the queens, if that makes sense. Like, yes. it's just like, yeah. oh, this girl reminds me of this queen from America, so let's put on a show. And, it, yes. like, you, it's, it's very... Yeah, like, I just feel like it's a very Americanized... Yeah cast and i mean i don't want to get you know shit for this but like (laughs) (laughs) but i want to see more british drag yeah Yeah. like i've said the exact where are the blackpool queens and that was like i'm not saying cast me no but i want like i want a 60 i want a 60 year old blackpool queen that's done it for years i want a proper 60 packs a day and sounds like she's got no voice left that comes in like i am i am rupaul darling i'm Betty blah, 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 and I'm on Drag Race. I'm like, that's what I need. Oh, <laughs> my God. Like, it, and I think the challenges are too American. Too American. Yeah. yeah. They need to be, they need to showcase UK drag. Because at the moment, yeah, it's... Yeah, more comedy challenges and stuff. Like, yeah. Yes. We're it's not, literally, not they've gone, here's the American show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, want um, Joanna Lumley and Jennifer Saunders' Drag Race. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, fab Drag. Ab, ab, oh, Perfect. Pitch it to the Channel 4 down the road. <laughs> That's it. We're going to have that to start scoping now that we've got the opportunity. Let, let's get the petition going. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and also, we sneaky shout out to Precious Snatch Game. Oh, yeah. Which is very excited thir- for that. It's Thursday, right? Yeah, it's um, uh, yeah, it's starting this Thursday, I think. Oh, don't quote me <laughs> on that. <laughs> and I'm meant to be helping out with it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but it's on every Thursday. For I'm contestants. so ready for it. Oh yeah, I can't Can wait. You check the vibe. Are you competing? Instagram. No, I'm not. I'm not competing. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just going to be behind the scenes, cackling, because <laughs> there's a few. That's all I want to do. Applicants. I just want to just sit there and piss myself laughing. Oh, <laughs> uh, there are a few, like people who are uh, who have applied and. Oh my, some of the characters, <laughs> I'm like, 
<laughs> oh, this is going to be fabulous. Oh, I'm, I'm ready. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't and wait. Actually, speaking of a, a nice upbeat moment as well, um, Kel Surprise, a horror, pulled it out of the bag this week with her outfit. COVID 19 er yeah. Yes. It was oh when she walked out and she did that like poof and the shoulders came out. Um, that I'm yeah, a, that's how um, you spell it. Yeah. This is a, a great example of what I was saying before, where she took an unconventional material yeah. and it actually just looks like something you could see on a runway. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. It really like, worked for me. It wouldn't have looked out of place in an actual fashion show because it didn't look no. like an unconventional material. It looked like people had invested in expensive latexes and leathers like yeah and it, it was bin bags and it, it was yeah. well done uh i did find it amusing that after about what four three four weeks of slagging off sister sister she decided to steal i my knew you were gonna say this <laughs> <laughs> i knew it was gonna come up yeah it's yeah. interesting Which, i mean was that, did she do it on purpose as a little like <laughs> i don't know because... i think she did but because they never referenced it that's the hard bit. Like on the show, they didn't talk about it. It just happened. Unless on, yeah, they just didn't get shown. Posted it. She hasn't posted. She hasn't mentioned it on Instagram. She's just posted the look. But what made me laugh is when she's put it on Instagram. She's done the blue mouth without glitter. So I'm thinking, mm. do you think she thought, oh, people aren't going to react well to this, so maybe I'll unglitter it and hope that people yeah. think it's a completely unique face. <laughs> but when, <laughs> like, there's, have you seen the meme where it's like, first season thirteen, it's like RuPaul's repeated outfit race. Because yeah. we've seen like two trains, two taxis, two crash oh, dummies, and I'm like, come on! Like, and then now we had two bloody bags of chips last week. It was two tigers, two tigers, <laughs> like, and just... now two blue glitter mouths with red lips. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, I want. I feel like people are just running out of ideas. <laughs> That's the thing, and it's awkward when it happens on the same season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean. <laughs> I did, going back to Horror's outfit, I did really enjoy it. I thought, I think she's the only one that actually took the brief of yeah, a COVID it. superhero and did yeah. it because no one else, when they all stood up, Lawrence looked like a lifeguard. Yeah. Sister looked like my mom after she's been in the garden all day. <laughs> we had... Even they've been Ellie. playing all night in London. <laughs> yeah, Ellie, who looked like my uni room floor after I've been snacking all night. Well, Ellie looked like Ellie. I and mean, then Tace, who looks like <laughs> my kitchen sink. So, yeah. <laughs> like... That was the thing. I think Ahura was the only one that actually listened to the brief, which wasn't make a nice dress, it was become a superhero. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and she did. You came out and you'd be like, okay, yeah, I want to know who this person is. Yeah, um, because... I must not... admit, throughout the episode, I was kind of expecting, even though she did great, part of me was like, I feel like they're going to give the win to Ellie and I didn't want it to happen. Um, but I kept thinking the judges are going to give Ellie a win so that she has a win. So it's a bit like, a, oh, like where's the competition going? It's anyone's game sort of thing. Um, so when they did say, Ahori, you're the winner, I was like, yeah, I think that was fully deserved this week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I'm not a diehard Ahori fan either, but I did think it was unbelievably deserved uh, that yeah. she won this week. She's Because the outfit was brilliant and you look at other unconventional challenges from every season and i'd put that up there as probably one of the strongest ones that's ever been done on the show yeah i think she was kind of she got the short end of the stick with the edit the way they made everyone hate her for like three episodes before that moment with tia 
which I do think was a bit unfair because I know personally, like, I'm not her biggest fan, like you just said. Um, nah. Say shit, get uh, hit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so we've... My mind has scrambled. I've lost. <laughs> we've done a horror. I think, is that all the queens? We've... I don't think we are missing anyone, are we? There's no. six of them, okay, right? Everyone. Yeah. Yeah, there's six left. <laughs> it's but... weird because we're missing a queen every week and yet American Drag Race is now on episode eight and four queens have gone home. They've taken a week gap. It's like the season that will never end and I really want it to fuck off. <laughs> that annoys me so much because especially yeah. when they had the goal, the gumption and the audacity to air both US and UK at the same time, they're just, they've completely overshadowed the UK queens. In terms However, of like, it's the season that everyone's preferring. <laughs> like, yeah, but I would rather, I've, I don't know. I just think because then we're going to finish season 13, then it's All Stars 6, and then it's yeah. that like singing one, and yeah. then it's Australia, Australia, Spain, Holland, Canada. We will be getting another UK at what should have been the same time, so I think we're yeah. going to get season October. 3 in October still. So it just feels this like I'm alert. And at the beginning, yeah. I was like, I'm not <laughs> going to get fatigued from this. I love this. And then now I've stopped watching season 13. Yeah, I'm kind of getting worn out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a bit um, drag raced out at the moment. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I'm not. I'm going to put more of my focus into Precious's Snatch Game Race instead. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to devote an hour of my Saturday morning to see RuPaul's repeated runway race. Like, it's just not doing it for me. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think the American ones started to just get really predictable now, and it's just... Yeah. And there's, yeah, like, there's I think talent. They're kind of stuck in a format now, and I think they don't dare venture away from it. Whereas I think the UK one, like you said earlier, they're definitely trying to make the UK one fit an American version of the show. Yeah. Which is fine, but I think they do it's, forget. Is it though? Wait, like, UK queens are different, and I think, because... although the challenges are getting similar, I do think the UK queens are standing out stronger this year. But they like Canada and Holland to be very unique. Yeah. Like, they did not feel like American seasons yet, so it frustrates me that now they're taking our baby and changing it. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I just, yeah. I just, I just feel like Drag race, well, well, the UK's drag race is just starting to kind of get into a template of the American one. Yeah, yeah. It's just like here's a musical, here's another sewing challenge, here's another another design challenge. Oh, look, we're going to do an acting challenge. It's exactly the same as the American one. When they could, they could, like, where's a panto? Yes, yes. I've literally said this. Instead I want of a doing... stand-up comedy challenge, a panto, rather than a rusical. Yeah, instead like... of doing a rusical, because rusical, like, it, yeah, they're fun to watch, but I associate that with the American one. Yeah. While here, pantos are really big here, so why yeah. are they not doing and a it'd panto? it'd be so easy exactly. to do, like, a filthy, rude adult panto. It'd be a piece of piss yeah. to do. And then exactly. you get your twanky drags and stuff like that. Like, I want proper old pantomime dame as a person. Yeah. Yeah. sure. And I think... <laughs> like, be- you know how they have, like, studio audiences for the comedy ones in the US? Yeah. I want that in the UK, obviously, when it's safe to do so. But I want them to go into, like, working men's clubs 
and get yeah pick out blokes like yeah, literally just old geezers. like straight presenting old blokes like and if they can entertain ever... that room solid like it's like on is it season two of the of america's one mm. when they did the burlesque challenge the strippers in the no, street strippers. Yeah. yeah they were just strippers yeah. why like bring that stuff kind of, that's kind of stuff back yeah. because yeah really that's more real life to well, not being a stripper, but like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's a live performance. Yeah, yeah, it's working with a crowd. Well, and yeah. that, I think it was All Stars 1 where they did the challenge where they were on the street and they had to get people to do things. To, like, that would be so funny. Yeah. yeah. But I you're guess relying on your wit. Because the show's gotten so big now, I think it would give away who the cast is. Yeah, I think that's the well, yeah. you see you see drag queens out on the street and you're like, hmm, what what this could be. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, which it's but I mean the, the thing that I'd really like to see that I think's kind of getting not lazy, but it's less interesting, is I used to love the makeover challenges on Drag Race because it would always be like, you're gonna make over athletes, you're gonna make over soldiers, you're gonna make over like all this sort of shit. Yeah. Like then it kind of got to the point where it was like, oh, I think last it was drag fans and they were all women. And then like before that, it was like sisters and mums for the UK one, which at least you had a family connection, which I liked. But for me, it's like, it's the UK. I want to see them make over like pub landlords. Something that's like a proper British yeah. thing. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Like get like proper... Good... Because do you remember they did like pregnant dads and stuff? So it was like yeah. straight guys. And it's like, yeah. that was kind of the thrill of watching how, because it's not just the look, it's also like convincing a straight man to be able to go feminine and sell it. And the, and... the, the wedding, was it season eight? Yeah, oh, the wedding was great. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want but it's like, like, I really want to see like a proper blur, like, like we're the UK, yeah. do what fucking beef eaters. Do you know what I mean? Like get like a proper British yeah. oh, whole thing. And, and do that. It'd be the perfect challenge, I think. Um, and like you said, again, I think when there's an acting challenge, I don't want to see a generic sitcom. I want it to be like a soap opera, like EastEnders. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If it's going to be a comedy show, like I, as much as I love the roast challenges, it doesn't necessarily need to be a roast. That's a, still a very Americanized thing. Like just mm-hmm. have it as a good old fashioned, like pub comedy gig, just straight up stand up. Like, yeah. yeah. I think they shouldn't shy away from making it deliberately sort of, tacky like it's the uk we thrive on it yeah like, exactly we're a like, country that doesn't get offended by camp like we thrive on it and i yeah. think that's what they're missing is i think like you said ruse definitely sees american drag is high glamour and designer names and that's cool but in the uk you're not going to have queens that are walking around in vivian westwood you're going to have queens literally in an old ball gown that's been passed down from 10 different queens <laughs> and they're literally going to go yeah. out and, and sell a shirt and it's going to be brilliant because you're paying for entertainment not a dress. Yeah. <laughs> but like I like I feel like in the UK drag isn't as highly accessible as it is in America. Yeah. So you gotta make do with what you have. Yeah. So like I mean I this hate to never dress thing. As well. yeah. oh. I didn't see I didn't see the problem in it. Like, you know, a lot of queens will go and shop at, you know, these stores and yeah. buy stuff. I will put my hand up to it. I've had a few things that I've shopped at, you know, a lady store and bought it. Yeah, of course. But and I don't think there should you, be a shame in that. Well, <laughs> like, no, it's 
Because drag is drag. You're still like yeah. And I Joe's... don't really give a shit what the outfit is. As long as you look good, I don't care. Exactly. Yeah. But Joe's yellow jacket on the same episode was also from a high street shop, but he just done it up and like elevated it, which I think is probably more of what Rue meant. But it definitely came across as you bought that off the rack. Why are you wearing that? Which is a very American thing, I think. Because you look yeah. at like New York City queens and stuff like that. Oh, Before yeah. they're even on Drag Race, they're getting all their stuff made. And it's just... Yeah. I think they're bringing their unattainable standards to the UK, which frustrates me because, like, British drag is so good. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it needs to be showcased a little bit more on the show. Yeah. I and, mean... Like, I mean... The queens that are on there now, like, yeah, I mean, they are, they're British drag. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they are very heavily influenced by American drag race. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's what bugs me as well. When Rue referred to Tia Coffee as regional, because that's not an insult that they ever use in America. They never go, oh, I can tell you've not been on TV. You just work in a bar in Texas. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, like, I, I mean, to, to refer to a queen as regional, it's like, well, we're all from regions. That's how it works. Yeah, but it's like turning around to a Vegas queen going, well, I don't want to see you in feathers because yeah. that's so regional. Yeah, it's regional um, to Vegas. That's the thing, it really annoyed me. It's like, but that's what makes that we go out unique. and we entertain. Let us go out and entertain. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. be out in, a, in an expensive dress. Like, yeah, it's... Just let me fucking go and sing at my gig. That's what I do. I th- RuPaul like... is on crack this season. He's just... It's all the travelling and the quarantining she's doing. It's just getting to her she, like, she literally blamed her on that as well. And she was like, oh, <laughs> I've come out of a two-week quarantine for this. I, want, I expect better. And I was like, yeah, you're probably in like a five-star hotel. Getting Uber yeah. Eats from Queens have worked for a year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's shitting yeah, like, out oh, money, why? so I think she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> the fracking. Yeah, like, why haven't you elevated your looks? They were like, "Cause I've been unemployed for seven months." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Miss Paul. What do you want me to there. do? Mm. Yeah, in a hotel. <laughs> yeah. But if there was a but challenge then... from this season, you could have done. What would you want to do? Say that again. Uh, if you if you could like choose a specific challenge that we've seen this season, which one would you have wanted to do? Uh, I mean, <laughs> just coming from my performing background, I probably would have done the physical. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it's just because that's where I'm comfortable. Like I'm I'm more comfortable performing. Like I mean, I'll I'll do a sewing challenge. It doesn't bother me. I I make a lot of my own stuff anyway. But performing is where I'm at, and I would have done like I would have. I think I would have done really well in that challenge. Yeah, and I think that... yeah, I, I think those are the ones I always enjoy. I, I yeah. like performance based ones, and I think this year they have well, to that's what a lot we of do. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's like, our job. Yeah, I feel like there's been a lot of design challenges which I like. I enjoy the design challenges, but I'm a bit like. Where's the acting challenge? Where's the comedy challenge? Like yeah. we've had Snatch yeah. Game and I we've mean, had the musical and that felt like it. <laughs> it's been the a lot design of challenges to me, I'm kind of like, yeah, that's fun. But at the end of the day, some queens don't like to design or sew yeah. their own stuff. They're more than happy to pay someone to do it, which is fine. So that's why I'm yeah. like, I, I 
don't really see the purpose in this sometimes. <laughs> like, if, yeah, especially yeah. if there's more than one design challenge yeah. in the season. Because that's it. Like, this whole point is the design challenge really is supposed to just be it's another string to your bow. That's yeah. the whole point of it. But yeah. like I said, when, when you do more than one, it's like, are you looking for a designer? Because I've gone on Project Runway. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I think they should keep the unconventional materials one, but get rid of the other one. Yeah. But yeah. I do think they probably wanted that, like, teamed up, but against each other one, just to stir up drama. Just to have a twist. <laughs> like, that wasn't even, like, I feel like they throw around, oh, it's a twist. Like, Ostros 5, like, the voting was a twist. And I was like, is it, though? Yeah. Or not the voting, the lip sync assassin. And it's, yeah. I think if you're going to do a twist, make the twist be, you're going to do Dragon and Desert and do a runway with it. Sandstorm. This is why I like Dragula. I love Dragula. Because that, I, like, th- it is purely showcasing those queens. Yeah. yeah. It's resilience. Like, oh my god. And this is what, I can't remember who I was talking to about it during the week, but I was just like, I just feel like the show is now going towards just creating this fandom and yeah. money making money money, but and i'm not seeing the talent that these queens have anymore like and i'm and and don't get me wrong i've seen i've seen some of these girls perform i've seen them on instagram i've seen them everywhere before and they are fucking talented but the show is not showing off who they who what their real talents are yeah and it's just yeah i don't know it's I mean, why I love Dragula so much is it's the challenges are so different and they're not situations that you can prepare for. And they throw what, them in the desert and they like yeah. oh, go off and just act for like a good hour <laughs> in the desert. And you're like, yeah. okay, sure. And then it's you like, oh, mean? if you don't do that, you need to jump out of plane, staple dollar yeah. bills to oh, yourself. Oh, you did, you did shit this week, so we're going to tattoo you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, here, let me stick some needles in your face. Like, yeah, <laughs> I know. But oh. still, like I like, I love that show. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. love it. It is well to steer us back into the uh, the episode this week as well. Like we were saying about the show not necessarily showcasing people as they could be. Uh, potentially <clears throat> controversial opinion. I think the lip sync was very favourable in Tace's domain. I think oh, there was course. a lot of bits where you could see Sister was about to do something interesting. And it was a very quick pan over to Tace. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And you can always tell that they're going to show the best bits. Um, but I felt it was the most obvious this week that they did that for edit purposes. Um, I mean, another controversial opinion. Um, I would have sent them both home. <laughs> uh, yeah. I agree. I mean, if, if she can send, like in past seasons, if she can send two queens home because they were boring, yeah, then why not send these two home? Because I've seen Taste perform better than that. Yeah, same. Like, why was she voguing to a song like that? Like, I just don't get it. <laughs> I, yeah, I was very baffled by it this week. Which yeah. I think so, is why edited sister sister out of the frame a lot because i feel like potentially sister might have done a more interesting lip sync oh and yeah wanted to keep taste for narrative i reckon she did like because a very like, i didn't comedic. find taste is groundbreaking yeah 
because of... yeah, I, um, I didn't I, I wasn't impressed by either episode. <laughs> 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 like that's just me like we're gonna have all the reddit dramas now being like now sister deserved to go home and the other those going yeah taste was taste was <laughs> favored highly <laughs> oh i really i love i mm, that was not a good sentence um i love sister sister is what i was trying to say um i think they didn't really get to show enough of what they do in the show and it's really like the gap on like their insta following is bizarre because she yeah, has been she's getting a lot like, of the slated. Yeah, but I oh, don't. Yeah. Like, and I think it's weird because I don't think she's actually doing anything wrong. No. <laughs> and that's, it's people are probably like, oh, she's still in. Yeah, I love this person and they went home. Which, yeah, you can have that, those thoughts and those feelings, but keep them to yourself, that, for God's sake. This is the issue we have at the moment with Drag Race is that, um, a lot of the fans of certain queens or like yeah. from the season or any season, um, they just go in to yeah. back up their queen. And I understand you can be behind a queen and support them, but there's no need to be dragging someone nasty yeah. for no so reason. The, yeah, the detriment of someone else. That's and the- like, it was funny because we had um, Alexis Michelle on the show a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And we talked to her about this because I think her season was kind of not the first where toxic fans happened, but it was definitely a big changing point as the show got bigger. Mm-hmm. And again, it wasn't Valentina's fault. But I remember Alexis being like, I got a lot of death threats and slagged off just because I was in the competition longer than her. And it's like, yeah. it's crazy to think people kick off that much just because of. Yeah, we love this person, so we have to drag that person. If you've got those yeah. thoughts, why are you sending them to the contestants? They didn't choose to go home or stay. Send them to RuPaul. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'm actually, I'm not saying you should send that to anyone, but no, I think like, it's being directed to the wrong place. Like, yeah. take that anger and you can feel it against RuPaul without yeah, sending right, right it. Don't send it anyone. Really be, it shouldn't really be anger. Like yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. it's a reality TV show and where it's, oh. men in wigs are competing. You know what I mean? Like, and it's always it, going to oh, be it's a not reality. That no, that's the thing. Like, the thing. I can't remember who said it, but someone on one of the early episodes of the podcast I did, they were like, "At the end of the day, it's a reality." Oh, it was sister, sister. Actually, she was like going back after the break. Um, I was more conscious of the fact that it's first a reality television contest and then a drag contest. Yes. Which I think and people that's need to... But and it's funny because like... the people that are kicking off the most about the show are the people that have never gone to a gay bar and watched a drag show, unless it's been a Rue girl there. Yeah. And but I think also, these are the same point. people who can't even name three yeah. local queens that local they've gone queens. to watch. Yeah. And, and I say this all the time because... Uh, and you get it in Viaduct a lot as well, just as an example of a bar. Um, you'll get people that will come up to you and they'll go, oh, I love Drag Race. Like, I think Kimchi was robbed or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay, what other seasons have you seen? They're like, oh, I've only seen that one. I'm like, oh, do you know any of the local queens here? They're like, no, but I love drag. I'm like, well, you don't. You love a TV show. You yeah. don't love drag. No, you, you love don't love TV. drag. You like Drag Race. Yeah. Yes. And I think there is a day. And I'm not saying we should diminish Drag Race. It's a great platform. Oh, God, no. Yeah. But there is a difference between drag and drag race. And it's yeah. funny, Lady Bunny, mm-hmm. who is RuPaul's best mate, she says it herself. She's like, don't take drag race as drag because it isn't. It's not, like, yeah. It is drag queens, 
but it's not drag as the industry. And I yeah. think because so many people watch that without actually going to see live entertainers, they believe that now it's become semi-toxic because you could go watch a show in your local bar and if a queen's not wearing a bespoke head-to-toe gown for a Thursday night gig, suddenly they're a shit less than queen compared to one that's been on yeah. TV. And I think, and I think the that's name... what pains me. <laughs> like, I wish I had a different name because Drag Race does make it sound like like the be-all and end-all, which it's not. Yeah, like, yeah. like RuPaul, RuPaul Lady Dress-Up Race. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just... Yeah, it, it, as much as it's like helped the drag industry, the show, um, yeah. it, it's also hindered it. Like, Yeah, I feel like we've hit that peak where it's done its helping and yeah. now from sort of... It's just hindering. Like from last We're year. We're in the bell curve now. Of and now it's down. going down, which is... Yeah. Well, everyone, ha- everyone is now a drag expert and has an opinion on your drag. Yeah. Yeah. So, Which is funny that we're slagging off those people when we're here doing a podcast recap. But this but, is um, <laughs> this is entertainment for the children. Um, yeah, we're not, we're not rude. We're, we're analysing an episode. We're yeah, not sending death I put every episode in the description, it says that quote from the Boulets where it's like, drag is art and art is subjective. We are not yeah. judging these queens as people. It's just how they perform in this challenge. And at the end of the day, that's what the show prompts you exactly. to do. I mean, I'm not, I'm not discrediting their talent or um, who they are as a queen. Yeah. I'm just analysing what they've presented me. Yeah. yeah. It's like we're trying to save ourselves now. any drag competition. Huh? Yeah, we're trying to save it. ourselves now. Like, oh, are we, are we in a <laughs> hole we need to climb back yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't care. I said what I said. <laughs> but this is the thing. I think what I've said, I wouldn't not say to a queen if they were like, oh, I listened to your podcast and you slagged me off that week. I don't think I've said anything that I'd be ashamed to repeat. Uh, and I think oh. I'm, not, I'm not a confrontational person, though. Oh, no, I'm not. But that's, that's point I'm making. Have you met me? Taste would be like, oh, I heard, sp- spill the tea on the Brillo pads. And like, hmm. Yeah, but I just feel like taste the Brillo pads Try was shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you look totally, I was like, it wasn't a, but it was a really shit outfit. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously we choice. had Sister Sister Went Home, unfortunately, which leaves Ahura, Taste, Ellie, Lawrence, and Bimini left. Out of those five, who's your top three? And then who do you think is going to steal the crown? Mm, my top three would be a horror. Oh, wait, hang on. Oh. I know it's a bit of a mean question. Oh. I'll make it harder if not. Who do you think is the next d- to go? <laughs> the next to go. Well, I'd probably say Ellie. Ellie, yeah. I yeah. think either just, Ellie just or a horror. Yeah. I think it's Ellie or Taste is going to be next to go. They're not going to get rid of Taste. They really like taste. I honestly think that even if she does bad the next week, she's still going to be in the top three. Yep. Yeah, I'm kind of predicting it. I and think it's the same with Lawrence. It's funny because I think Taste is the one that's been quite quick to tell Queens, you, oh, we've seen all we can see from you. But I kind of think when you take away Sister this week, I think Taste kind of is that next Queen. She's lip synced twice. She hasn't produced like the good looks in the challenge, which has been a big part of the show. I mean, it's been a third of the show has been design challenges. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, I would see her as next to go. I just know the show like her too much. So I don't think oh, that yeah. will be happening. So she for that, pegged. I think Ellie will be dipping out soon. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I think I Ellie still... would be the next. 
I honestly think top three will be Lawrence and Tace because they've been like front runner from the beginning. And then I think Bimini is going to nab the crown. Yeah, Bimini see, this is where I was conflicted. I was conflicted because I was like, uh, Bimini has really, like, she's upped her game. And yeah. I think yeah. she's an absolutely fabulous queen. I really do. At, at the beginning, I was like, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if I'm going to warm to her. And then she, she would... just pulled out all this comedy and yeah. she pulled yeah. out all these fabulous outfits. Her seaside outfit. Oh, my God. I want I, I was obsessed like, with that. Yeah. Because if we think about, like, who would you pay to go see in a show? Oh, out Bimini of the show. top five, I want to go to a Bimini show. Out of the top five, the two I'd pay to see is Bimini and Lawrence. Lawrence to make me laugh and Bimini and entertain me. Like, yeah. Yeah. so for me, they're my, they're my top two. I'd like to see Bimini win, but I think if it's either of those two, I'm happy. Um, that's where I stand with it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fully team Bimini Bomb Britain's next drag Yeah, yeah. So. I, I, I'd be happy with either Lawrence or Bimini. To be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Either of those and I'm yeah. a happy peach. I don't think, I think I've deserved it. Yeah, I don't think a horror is gonna make it to top three because I think there could be a comedy challenge coming in the next two. Well, and we know we that Don, Don French is gonna be one of the guest judges, so I'm gonna assume that could be yeah. a comedy challenge or a sitcom slash acting challenge. And as we saw from her reads, she's not that funny. Yeah, see, I probably wouldn't excel in the reading challenge either. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I did that one that's just like, you shit, go, go on. Like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just too honest. It, the thing that makes people laugh about me is more my reactions to what they say to me. Yeah. <laughs> but so, you can, you've got that Australian accent, so you can do it and you can be mean but sound sweet. I mean, sure, let's roll with that. <laughs> but before we. <laughs> wrap up i just want to quickly ask you are you excited for australia's drag race i am i'm really excited down under, drag race down under. new zealanders are competing as well i need to, need yeah. to get that clear. Okay. i do apologize to <laughs> australia new zealand i love new zealand so i have to like make sure that they're well represented <laughs> um no i'm excited i am really like it's gonna be really good to see um some of the queens that i kind of saw in Australia yeah, when yeah. I kind of started there as well. So, I mean, obviously there's talks of Art Simone uh, um, being yeah, on yes. And I remember, uh, I remember when I saw her for the first time, she was doing this drag competition in Melbourne and I'd come home from a ship and I just, I, I just saw her and I went, this girl's going to go far. She's yeah. so funny. She's hilarious. Oh, I And thought, she's uh, stunning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be nice, I think, for people to um, for people to get to learn a bit more about Australian drag queens because I think there's a lot of people in the world that know Art Simone and Karen from Finance. Karen from Finance. Yeah. yeah, and I think but it's going to be really interesting for people to like fall in love with a new comedic breed of queens. Yeah, yeah. And I do think that it's going to be a good season to watch. Yeah, it's going to be. Um, I think it'll be a feisty. Yes. I want yeah. to see the feistiness. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I, I see queens. I mean, you two have seen me in Viaduct. They're <laughs> <laughs> quite feisty, so... Which is why I like, that's why I thrive for when I see a drag queen. Well, I mean, I call a spade a spade. If I don't like you or you're annoying me <laughs> or you're doing something wrong, I'm going to tell you and I'm not going to mince my words about it. <laughs> yeah. 
She says it to me weekly in Vida. No, I'm kidding. She doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For those listening, the first time I met Saki... No, I'm kidding. There's not a story. <laughs> she, she swilled me with a drink and told me to piss off. <laughs> no, that's we'll Coco. Friends ever since. <laughs> yeah, that is Coco. We'll be joining us again soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, as we sort of finish, Prush and Coco are going to join us for the finale episode in two weeks, three weeks? Three. I think three weeks. This was episode seven, wasn't it? So yeah. So they'll be back on in three weeks. Um, this because this is coming out on Monday. If you're listening, happy Monday. Um, on Friday, Jimbo's episode is coming out as well, and we'll have someone else back with us next week. We don't know who yet. I don't think. I don't think. I don't want to say. I'm not going to say it in case it doesn't turn out. We kind of know who. We just don't know what week they'll be doing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the easiest Great way planning. to say it. But yeah. We, we keep it lucid. It's literally like picking them out of a hat. You're doing it with us this week. <laughs> yeah. It's very like, I mean, my organization style at the moment is a dash of chaos and a sprinkle of mild peril. That's lovely. You yeah. never know what you're going to get. The visual but... embodiment will be to taste his outfit this week. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. I think if anyone was the visual embodiment of my brain, it would be Sister Sisters. Fair. <laughs> everything, everything on her mind. Everything is just there. It's, yeah. But enough about my mental crises. Um, <laughs> thank you, Saki, for coming on and joining no Harry and I. Um, and Viaduct is hopefully opening 12th of April, right? outdoor seating mm-hmm. yeah um, we'll see you all there which is very exciting <laughs> and i can... have been craving an outdoor pint mm. <laughs> oh well what... we, there's lots of plans for viaduct at the moment so just stay tuned follow the excited. instagram it's at viaduct show bar correct yes yeah and obviously and follow, follow, follow all the queens <laughs> follow saki at saki underscore you that's s-a-k-i underscore y-e-w yeah, yes. And I'm going to link that as well. And obviously, Harry and I's socials are always linked in the thing as well. Um, do you have anything you want to leave us on? Any tidbits for the children? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. See ya. <laughs> yeah, yeah, th- uh, this was great. Thanks for having me. Good night. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> this was a free dig. See you later. Bye. don't forget to tip your queens (laughs) oh yeah actually you can um tip the viaduct queens at the i think it's at the link on the website or the twitch page oh yeah so if you're watching us on lives yeah we are coming back to lives as well um so there will be a, a link there for you to tip us but then also if you're in the venue if you use the app you can tip us on that tip on the app um, that art, These bloody penny pinching swines. Bef- yeah, before oh, we go. Oh, shut up! I haven't worked in a year yet, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that app is bloody dangerous. Which because app? it does the Viaduct app because you don't feel like you're spending. Well, in terms of hacking, I want to say that now it's a very safe app to use. With oh no, you're you're however, fine. <laughs> the, however, I do spend too much money on it. Yeah, and I'm like, because you know you can add like tips when you order drinks or something. I'm yeah. doing that and I get home and I'm like. Okay, that food shop is not happening now. <laughs> I've got oh, a nine kilogram He's like, woohoo! Yeah. He comes I've back got... the week after in a mink coat. <laughs> God, those fucking idiots just kept tipping tip. What a mug! <laughs>
<laughs> That's, you, you, you found out our secret. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a money laundering business. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, tip your queens. Please uh, follow the live streams for Viaduct because they are spectacular with the socially yes. distant shows. Hopefully when things reopen, get yourself down there, but don't do it on the first day because I want to make sure I get a seat. And, <laughs> and other than that, please tune in and support your local queens. Drag race isn't everything, even though we do a podcast about it. <laughs> exactly. Um, and we'll, thank you for joining us this week on Here to Make thank It you. Queer. And we'll see you next week. Well, we'll see if you're, we won't actually, well, I've confused myself now. If you're listening, you'll hear us next week. We obviously won't see you because it's not FaceTime. But we can't be bothered doing video. Wait, oh, that, that would mean <laughs> I'd have to do my hair. Yeah, I look like a tramp today. But that would also mean I'd, I'd have like to get into drag. I'm thanks. You will hear us next week um, with whoever we have with, with us next week. Three potential choices. <laughs> Sounds but, promising. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.